Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You're not imagining it. The pace is picking up. Migrants streaming in with the end of Title 42 closing in. The head of Border Patrol reporting more than 16,000 encounters in just two days. So with border agents under siege, is the Biden administration under pressure? Border Patrol's El Paso sector is completely overrun right now. With Border Patrol, they're reporting over the last three days, they've been averaging more than 2,400 illegal crossings every single day. I remember when this was a huge story, and we would talk about it, and we would get so many emails and uh, back then phone calls, and we used to take phone calls. It was our hellish days. Um, uh, but uh, the border border topics were were huge in uh, in 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 talk radio, and um, and as a topic of conversation, you know, there'd be enough noise about it that it would make it into Washington D.C., and there'd be a plan from the Republicans and the Democrats and argue, and it just doesn't register anymore. Even though we're setting records every day, every week, every month, every year, the last several years for people crossing the border illegally, and it has changed a lot in recent years too, which we're uh, about to get into. You'll hear more from, but so forever we considered the border issue all about people coming from Mexico. Mexicans coming into this country, and that's what it was mostly. But a few a few years ago, most were coming from Central American countries known as the Northern Triangle, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Okay, so it replaced Mexicans 
with people from those three countries. But but now there has been another change, which is not getting reported on enough, and it's about to get way worse, or I guess better, depending on your political point of view. According to Border Patrol statistics, the number of people coming from outside of those places is growing so fast, people from Cuba, Colombia, Nicaragua, and Venezuela, soon to be Haiti. Cuba, for instance, did you know this? Cuba is depopulating and has the largest exodus ever in that country, at least since Fidel Castro rose to power. You're from 250,000 Cubans. Over the last year, a quarter of a million Cubans have come to the United States, more than 2% of their entire population coming across, most of them coming across the southern border with Mexico. So somehow they get to Mexico and then come across that border because, hey, word is on the street all around the world, and it's accurate. You want to get into the United States? Cross through Mexico. Ain't nobody going to stop you. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people do it every single day. There's no political will to stop it, so if you want to get in, you come that way. Cuba, even for a nation known for mass exodus, the current wave is remarkable. I'm reading from the New York Times. It's significantly larger than the 1980 boat lift, which is famous for the movie Scarface and was a huge political story at the time, if you're old enough to remember it. It's bigger than that, bigger than the 1994 Cuban rafter crisis, if you remember that. We were doing uh, radio back then, and... That was a huge event. It's bigger than both of the both of those events. Both of those movements peaked within a year. They were roughly a one-year deal. Experts say this migration from Cuba, which they compare to a wartime exodus, it's not the sort of thing you usually see during peacetime with any country anywhere in the world, has no end in sight, threatens the stability of the country of Cuba, and um, they've got a super old population, so they got their own political problems with that. But Cuba is now one of the highest sources of migrants crossing the border, along with all those other countries that I mentioned. And it is a growing political liability, it says here in the New York Times, for President Biden. I don't know if that's true or not. It should be, but I certainly don't hear a lot of chatter about it in the mainstream media. As a matter of fact, uh, well, ABC Evening News last night did do a story on the border, which they rarely do. Fox is on it every day and should be. It's not just a right-wing thing. I mean, that's a huge story when millions of people are coming into your country illegally, but it gets almost no coverage anywhere. Let's roll on with some of the amazing numbers with Bill Malusion of Fox. The biggest group of migrants we have ever seen in our border coverage crossed illegally into El Paso. This was a massive migrant caravan of well over 1,000 people who crossed into El Paso. Local media reporting it's potentially the biggest mass crossing in the city's history. You can see waves of the migrants just walking across the river, going over to the U.S. side before organizing themselves in a single file line that stretched uh, as far as the eye could see at certain times. I mean, that's just stunning. A city like El Paso, which has been dealing with this crisis for my entire life, and it's the biggest crossing they've ever had. And again, it barely makes the news. Oh, and Joe's been talking about Haiti. Haiti is completely falling apart. People are fleeing like crazy, and they're starting to come across the southern border. Again, because word is on the street. It's easy to get into the United States. There's currently no political will to shut the door or deal with it at all. Now is the time. Man, if I lived in Haiti or Cuba, I'd freaking get my family over. I wouldn't even, wouldn't even be a second thought. Let's sell everything we have if we have anything. Do everything we've got to do, include risking our health, to get into the United States. Because now is the time.
Let's roll on. Border Patrol there in El Paso sector has more than 5,000 people in custody right now. And because of that, they're over capacity. So they have started mass releases of migrants, including several hundred migrants released to El Paso city streets. Those numbers are just unbelievable. And it's about to get worse. 24. The numbers right now, absolutely stunning, not just for the month of December, but for the fact that 42 still is in place. 16,000 illegal crossings in just two days. That is an average of 8,000 per day. And DHS's worst projections show once Title 42 drops, that could be up to 18,000 illegal crossings per day. So we could potentially be looking at a doubling of our current situation once Title 42 goes away. We're setting records every single day, and we're going to double that number. Hey, I'm looking up at Good Morning America. Again, I said the ABC Evening News last night was covering it. So ABC, for whatever reason, has decided it's an issue. It ought to be an issue. And they're showing the streams of people walking across the narrowest and shallowest parts of the Rio Grande into the United States, the encampments on our side. It, it's stunning that neither party has come up with the political will to deal with this, and we, we all know why, but I'll mention it again briefly in case you don't understand. Democrats believe everybody crossing the border is a future Democratic voter, that is, uh, I used to believe that too. There, there's plenty of information out there now to show that that's not exactly true. Oh my God, the videos I'm seeing up on ABC News, the the stream of people. What country allows the? What country has ever allowed this to happen in the history of the world? Maybe you go way, 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 way back before there was technology to even know it was occurring. But the way people are streaming into this country. I mean, anyway, getting back to it, Democrats think everybody coming across is a future voter. Republicans. You know, are under the pressure of big business, big farms, hotels, all the businesses out there that are dying. There's just not enough workers. We're not we're not re, uh, reproducing fast enough to provide workers, and the population and the whole Ponzi scheme that is Social Security and our welfare state. In addition to just having somebody to work at the hotel and uh, and, and pick your lettuce, and so both parties have a, a reason to allow this to happen. Um, I was going to mention some of the Haiti stuff. Haiti on the brink, this story. The um, poverty, corruption, gang violence has been going on for decades, but the Caribbean nation has seen a downward spiral spiral uh, recently, and people are pouring out of Haiti. 20,000 people in famine conditions, according to the United Nations, more than 150,000 people have been displaced, so they're fleeing the country, and they're coming to the United States in large numbers, soon across the Mexican border. And with Title 42 going away, they're going to be even more coming. And if you don't know Title 42, that's the Trump-era rule that, hey, we got to control the border because of COVID. People in the Biden administration are arguing to keep Title 42 in place because of COVID. We can't come up with a new reason like, hey, you've got to control your border? Does that is that not a good enough reason? you got to use COVID as an excuse? Anyway, uh, a bunch of money is being allocated. Here's some info on that. Now, we do know the administration has apparently earmarked $3 billion 
to deal with this ahead of the fact, do we know where that three billion bucks is going? We know where some of it's going. They've asked for more than $900 million to go to FEMA for their emergency food and shelter assistance program. And what does that mean? It means they're planning to mass release a lot of people because FEMA reimburses NGOs with that money, with that program. So the fact that they're asking for more than $900 million just goes to show you that they are expecting massive amounts of people to cross. They're expecting massive amounts of them to be released. And they're expecting a lot of help from NGOs who sometimes take these people in and coordinate their travel, but they don't do it for free, right? They want reimbursement from the federal government, and they've set aside, or they're asking to set aside uh, $900 million to do that. So it looks like they're planning to put a lot more money into processing and releasing as fast as they can. Well, Representative Tony Gonzalez, he's a Republican from Texas, is not optimistic that this $3 billion is going to do any good. The administration might as well set this money on fire. You know, the the city of El Paso, Texas, needs to immediately uh, issue an emergency declaration. And we need to put pressure on the administration to, to take a look at what's happening. If this isn't an emergency, a border emergency, I don't know what the hell is. Remember when Kamala Harris said the border is secure and got away with that? And she's supposedly the point person on the border. She is nowhere to be seen. What happened to Kamala Harris? What is going on there? Is she sick? Did the Democrats just decide that she's too big a political liability? That That's my guess. But where is she? With the border as bad as it's ever been, the person in charge of it, Vice President Harris, nowhere. Not even mentioned on any of these stories. Anywhere, a little more from Representative Gonzalez. You know, when, when we talk about border security equals national security, that's not just a slogan. You know, former DNI, DNI uh, John Ratcliffe, over a year and a half ago, mentioned the Biden administration is jeopardizing national security by using the border as a political ploy. What I'm hearing on the ground is every Border Patrol agent is in these processing centers, even some from other sectors. So there's no one guarding the border. The threat to American homeland has never been greater. Well, looking at the videos I saw last night on the news and I'm looking at today here at work because i've got a couple of tvs on no there is nobody guarding the border as people are just streaming in it's like uh it's like the line at an apple store when there's a new phone out it's people coming into the country now the complicated thing about this so we have um if you if you live in uh a west coast blue city i know it's there are homeless populations all around the country but Half the homeless population in the United States is in California. If you have all these homeless people and your claim is, well, it's, it's housing prices and, you know, the economy and, and not being able to get a decent job and all this sort of If If your claim is that, then what do you think is going to happen with all the people crossing the border who... Who, who knows what their work skills are? They don't speak the language. They've got no place to live. They're just coming across the border and going to What? So either you can come across the border and somehow get a job and support yourself, as I guess we're expecting all these uh, border crossers to do, or you can't. So uh, are only Americans priced out of all these cities and living on the street now? And people from Mexico or Cuba or whatever, they figure out a way to get a job? Or we expect them to, and why would that be? And if we think they're also going to add to the homeless population, what kind of a policy is that? So are we going to add millions of people that don't have jobs? Or do we only expect all those job openings to be taken by border crossers and not by people who were born here? Is that what we're expecting? I don't know. If you've got a theory on that, I have a little more on that weird conundrum coming up. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu Bells will be ringing This sad, sad news Oh, what a Christmas To have Well guys, we are right in the middle of the holiday season and I saw that Instacart is now offering same-day delivery for Christmas trees. Of course, it's Instacart, so get ready for a text that says they're out of Christmas trees. Is Pepsi okay? And you're like, Pepsi. Not even. <laughs> yep, Christmas trees on Instacart. It's a beautiful new family tradition of gathering around Papa till he swipes right on the perfect balsam fir. Dad's getting his phone now. Come on, let's gather. I don't know Instacart, but it sounds kind of like, uh, what do, you, do you know what Instacart is? I think it's a grocery service, actually. Okay, so it's like the DoorDash that I've been using for groceries. Which, uh, if you don't, first of all, if you don't do that, it's the greatest thing that ever happened. I finally got somebody, uh, a friend of mine started on it and said, why haven't I been doing this before? I know it is absolutely amazing. I would have never, ever probably gotten into DoorDash if it weren't for the pandemic. And I was kind of forced into it. Now it's just, I can't even, I can't even like imagine going back to my old life. But they do that where you order something and then if they're out of it, they suggest a substitute. It's like something completely different. We're out of shaving cream. Would you like a half a pound of smoked bacon? No. No, I need shaving cream. Hilarious. Christmas. We were supposed to get our Christmas tree yesterday. I can't. First of all, I have tremendous guilt that our Christmas tree is not up. My kids are young. Christmas is a magical season. Our tree. Is your tree up, Michael? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Of course it is. Everybody's tree. But we were supposed to do it weekend before last. and, uh, And my son was sick. So uh, we ended up canceling it, and then we were going to do it yesterday, and he hit his head at school, and it wasn't a good day to go, so 
hopefully uh, day after tomorrow, I guess I got s- scheduled to go get a Christmas tree. Um, coming up, trigger warnings make things worse, not better. Shocking. Shocking. Whole bunch of studies saying that. We'll get into that story. I found it pretty interesting. I wanted to uh, finish up a little bit on the whole border situation, and this certainly won't be the last time we talk about it. We're, we're setting records at the borders every single day. Okay, I'm looking up at the uh, humanitarian crisis M- MSNBC is covering it. So it's finally reached the level in the last couple of days that all your media is covering how many people are crossing our southern border. But how do we have a homeless crisis that we're being told is because of economics, not drug addiction or people who just don't want to work. No, 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 no. It's economics. They have no choice. You can't afford And we're allowing gazillions of people to walk into our country who have no place to go and don't have a job. So do we just have a different set of expectations? Yes, Jack, that is the answer. We expect people who cross the border who don't even speak English have no head start. They don't have a college education. They don't have... They don't have connections of any kind. We expect them to figure out a way to go out there and get a job and fill all our job openings across the country. But the people that were born here, no, they can live on the street and do drugs, and it's because of high rent that they're not getting jobs. If you're U.S. born, you don't need to find a job. If you're crossing from another country, you need to figure out how to get a job. Is that our expectation? I feel like that's our expectation from both the left and the right, which is weird. More on that and a whole bunch of other stuff on the way. Trigger warnings are stupid. In fact, they're worse than stupid. They make things horrible. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Santa baby, oh boy. just slip a sable under the tree for me. Sexualizing Christmas. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby. You think Jesus is happy about so this? I don't. down the chimney tonight. You think Jesus wanted some hottie purring in his ear to celebrate his birthday? I doubt it. Santa baby. Disgusting. A 54 convertible. It's the hardcore porn of Christmas music is what this is. And I don't appreciate it. Uh, this just in, we were playing some Bill Malusion of Fox News because mostly only Fox News covers the border, even though we're setting records every single day with illegals crossing into the country and nobody seems to do anything other than shrug. This is new in Brownsville, Texas, and he's got the video right here. It's stunning. We once again witnessed Border Patrol mass releasing hundreds of migrants at a parking garage. A border Patrol source tells me they release hundreds here daily, sometimes ten busloads a day. Because again, there's no there's no process for dealing with it. So ten busloads a day, just in this one spot, are just released. Go off into the country, and good luck with your life. Which, if I'm them, is awesome. But as a country, I'm thinking. Everywhere I turn, there are homeless people where I live, and I'm told it's because they can't afford to live here, and we're we're allowing millions of people to come into the country. They don't have what is what is what sort of a system is this? What are we trying to do? All right, that's enough for now. We spent a lot of time last half hour talking about that. If you uh, want more information on that, you could listen to the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. So, um. This is interesting. I'll read you the sort of the headline and then get into the details. They did a bunch of studies and found no evidence that trigger warnings improve students' mental health. What's more, we are now convinced that they push students and faculty members alike to turn away from the study of vitally important topics that are seen as too distressing. Okay, so let's get into some of the details here. You you familiar with the whole trigger warning thing? The consensus of this study, based on 17 studies using a range of media, including literature, passages, photographs, and film clips, trigger warnings do not alleviate emotional distress. I'm not sure how much we should have been concerned about emotional distress from art that has been around, in some cases, for hundreds of years to start with. But even if you were worried about it, trigger warnings don't help. What's more... They found with these studies that trigger warnings actually increase the anxiety of individuals with the most severe PTSD, prompting them to view trauma as more central to their life narrative. Shocking. So you do the whole trigger warning thing, and you tell people that trigger warning, the Shakespeare play you're about to read involves misogyny and, you know, whatever else you're going to say is in there. The people who actually have suffered from that, from whatever issue we're discussing, who have actually suffered from that and have a little PTSD around that, it increases their PTSD and puts their trauma as central to their life narrative, as opposed to something, you know, maybe more on the side to deal with. Of course it does. They concluded in these studies, it may be most harmful to the very individuals they designed, designed to protect. 
for the small, small proportion of our students suffering from PTSD, access to treatment is what's needed, not trigger warnings on Shakespeare plays, for instance, or a movie you're about to watch. On campus, the definition of what constitutes a trigger has expanded dramatically from stimuli that induce symptoms of PTSD to any material that might elicit, quote, difficult emotional responses. Policies like these would impede meaningful engagement with difficult topics and reinforce the idea that students are inherently fragile. We hadn't said that. No, wait, we've said that every time we talked about this. Indeed, embracing trigger warnings may drive some students to be on high alert for any content that might possibly upset or offend. Once again, shocking. Alas, the content that is most likely to raise hackles is often of the utmost important. As the Harvard Law Professor... Jean Gerson reported in 2014 about a dozen of her colleagues at multiple institutions had dropped rape law from their criminal law courses because students were complaining the material was triggering. So you're on the track for law, but you're not going to take a rape law class in criminal law because you, you know, might unfortunately have that in your background, which is horrifying. But that doesn't mean that rape law doesn't exist and doesn't have to be dealt with. Consider these consequences, said as the study. Not only will students not learn the material, but there will be fewer lawyers with the expertise to fight for rape victims in the future. The best evidence to date finds that trigger warnings do not minimize anxiety and emotional distress and might even do the opposite. Furthermore, applying trigger warnings to any material that elicits an uncomfortable emotional response makes a mockery of the real challenges faced by those suffering from PTSD. As the Harvard study cited earlier concluded, trigger warnings are unvetted interventions and their use is irresponsible to victims of trauma. Wow! Again, this is a Harvard study. By, con- by contributing to a misguided safety and security model of education, trigger warnings ultimately deprive all students of the most powerful learning opportunities. Wow. I wonder how many people are going to uh, be aware of this consensus after 17 studies on trigger warnings. That is the, the, the very thing that we had been guessing turns out to be true. So if you focus on a particular problem, people who have had these instances in their lives now move that to the forefront of their life. I, my, who, who am I as a human being? I'm, I'm a person that had X happen to me. Um, uh, you know, misogyny, you know, something as awful as rape or whatever it was, but you're making that the focus of their lives and actually makes it more difficult to deal with. And then, man, that's insane. I hadn't even ever heard that story. Eliminating rape law studies to avoid triggering anybody who's got issues with that horrifying thing. That's What kind of society does that? Uh, I guess the good news out of that is the conclusion after 17 studies is is doing more harm than good. And uh, Have we, is the pendulum, pendulum starting to swing back? Did we reach peak wokeness and crazy like a year or so ago? And we're finally starting to get on the other side of it. Is that is that even possible? God, I'm hoping so. If I feel like there are a number of examples we've brought you in in recent weeks. Oh, we're going to talk about Portland coming up in a little bit. Portland, Portlandia, one of the most unicorn 
<laughs> um, believing in fantasies places in America has had enough and is doing homeless camp sweeps. They're not calling them homeless camp sweeps. They've come up with some Orwellian name that makes them sound not like what they are. But the mayor, Mayor Wheeler, who we've mocked for years of Portland, is actually moving to clean out the homeless camps because citizens have risen up and said enough is enough, even in Portland. So like I said, I feel like peak woke crazy was reached a while back, and we're on the other side of this. It starts to, starting to swing the other direction. We'll tell you about Portland and a couple other things coming up. Hey, Jennifer Graham, who is the Secretary of Energy, speaking moments ago about this fusion energy breakthrough. If you haven't heard about that, it's huge. We'll revisit that topic, among other things, coming up. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's considered to be the holy grail of clean energy, producing energy the way the sun and stars do it, through nuclear fusion, clean energy produced carbon-free. In the science world, the announcement is huge. Professor Troy Carter at UCLA's Plasma Science Technology Institute says it won't power your home immediately, though. You're not going to get a, you know, Mr. Fusion on your DeLorean anytime soon. He says there are still hurdles, but that it could be commercially available in about a decade. I hate stories always being designed for idiots. I mean, I guess you got to throw that in there. You're not going to be powering your home this Christmas. Yeah, I didn't figure it probably was. (laughs) Whoa. 
No, we're like a decade away at the earliest of it being usable. But the Financial Times, which I used to subscribe to, but that newspaper, which is a website, is like $40 a month. It's the most expensive newspaper out there, and I finally just decided it's too much money. Then it was impossible to cancel. They made it the hardest to cancel of anything I've ever been involved with in my life. You just couldn't figure out the spot on the website to cancel, and then it would send you to another website, and you had to email, and they wouldn't respond. Ah, I finally just, i it was on a credit card that I ended up getting rid of, and I just, I waited until they couldn't get payment anymore. A credit card I canceled. I couldn't figure out how to cancel it. You ever have that with you sign up for something and you can't you can't quit it? It's like the way uh, the joke about uh, joining a gym. They always made it so hard to quit a gym. Well, now it's all uh, uh, tech stuff. You can't cancel your subscriptions. It's impossible. Anywho, Financial Times broke the story on the fusion thing yesterday, and one of their sentences got my attention: the impact to energy on planet Earth cannot be overstated. Which I think is true. It's almost unlimited. Well, it is unlimited. Unlimited, almost uh, perfect energy solution where you're not going to have the nuclear waste or the cost or any of that sort of thing. It's just, it's stunning. It would revolutionize the world if this thing gets up and running the way they think it's going to. We'll talk more about that later. We're trying to find a reporter who understands it's better than, than I do. Uh, we're also going to talk to uh, somebody about the border because even ABC and NBC, I don't know if CBS is on it too, but even your your major alphabet network channels are reporting on the border today because we've set some amazing records in the last months, weeks, and days of illegal crossings. And that fits in interestingly with what they're doing in Oregon right now with Measure 111. You don't have to worry about illegals coming to your state and soaking up resources because they're all going to go to Oregon as soon as they figure out that Oregon is going to have the most comprehensive, everybody gets free health care and, uh, uh, and is provided to them of any state in America. I mean, it's the most socialized medicine experiment by far anywhere in America, and it's already happened and is happening in Oregon right now. It's called Measure 111. And uh, it kind of slipped by people because it was tucked into some other stuff, and I don't think everybody fully grasped. The Wall Street Journal is writing about it today. I don't think everybody fully grasped what it means. By creating a legal right to health care for every resident of Oregon, regardless of citizenship status, Measure 111 will effectively encourage migration to the beaver state, is the complaint by critics. And I think it's true. Did you know this? Nearly 30 years ago, First Lady Hillary Clinton, remember Hillary Care? She tried to get universal health care going. Nearly 30 years ago, Hillary Clinton testified before Congress against extending health benefits to undocumented workers and illegal aliens. So she was pushing for government health care, but not for illegals. That would be crazy. She said, and I quote, We do not want to do anything to encourage more illegal immigration into this country. We know now that too many people come in for medical care as it is, she said. How different were the times 30 years ago when Hillary Clinton, who was attacked, this made things difficult for her husband in the White House. 
Man, Rush Limbaugh was, was when he was at his the height of his powers was beating on this every single day. Hillary Care and government takeover and health care and everything like that was way too liberal for America then. Hillary Clinton say we can't, of course, have free health care for undocumented workers and illegal aliens. And that would be crazy. It would encourage more people to do it. And of course you'd go broke. But that's not the attitude anymore, and it's certainly not the attitude in Oregon, where they're going to give free health care, and it's mandated that you actually provide the health care. That's how it's a step beyond what anybody has ever tried. It's something that would make Bernie Sanders blush. He has always wanted to mandate um, uh, access to health care that's paid for, but not the actual providers having to provide it. That would get worked out in the in the nitty-gritty of is it profitable or not. Oregon is saying, no, it's mandatory that you provide the health care to whoever it is that wants it, and the and the taxpayer is going to pick it up. Uh, back to the Wall Street Journal op-ed piece about this. By ignoring Hillary Clinton's advice, Measure 111's backers will increase pressure on the state's health care system by mandating that uninsured patients receive care, whether legally present in the United States or not. That is absolutely amazing. I like the whole laboratories of democracy that federalism is because we get to see cities, counties, and states try things and then watch and see how it worked out. But if I'm a taxpayer in Oregon, it's kind of hard to take. Uh, It could cost Oregon $2.5 billion annually simply to enroll all uninsured residents in Medicaid, according to one analysis, let alone provide it. It's hard to imagine, says the Wall Street Journal, and simple math would tell you this, it's hard to imagine how this won't crash under the weight of the cost. So you've got Oregon with this experiment. We'll be talking later about what Illinois is trying now with uh, with no bail, eliminating bail, uh, to a further extreme than anybody else has tried it, and it's been a disaster everywhere it's been tried. So again, laboratories of democracy. Let's let counties and states try these things and... We can watch from afar in some cases, or since I'm a Californian, I get to seat up close and pay for it and watch these things fail. Because the the things I just mentioned and several other unicorn ideas that people have come up with are going to fail. You cannot afford free, using my finger quotes, health care for all your residents alone, let alone you're going to do it for anybody that comes in from anywhere? Man, it's amazing. Of course, that's what Gavin Newsom's trying to get going in California, too. People pouring across the border by the thousands, by the tens of thousands, by the hundreds of thousands, by the millions in the last couple of years. That's fine. You know, the libertarian idea is you don't really have borders and people move around as they want. Okay, that really only works if you're not a social welfare state, though. If you're a welfare state where people can come in and immediately get health care or food stamps or housing or whatever it is paid for by the taxpayer, it doesn't work. It just is not going to work. Man, I feel like we're going to have a reckoning in the coming months or year, like not way down the road. I think soon we're going to have a reckoning on all this. We're going to try to talk to Mark Kokorian, who's with the Center for Immigration Studies, and we've had on the air many times over the years. To get a little background of where we actually are in this border situation, it is uh, it is completely out of control. What are some other things that I wanted to talk about before we run out of time? How much time? Do we have two minutes, Michael? Uh, I don't know if you followed this horrifying story. 
the Iranian government has executed another protester, a young man whose name I can't pronounce, 23-year-old, for his involvement in anti-regime demonstrations that have been going on for a while. They hung him. It was the second such uh, execution in recent weeks. The idea, of course, is to frighten protesters off the streets so that they won't uh, they'll realize okay they're getting serious um but where is this leading well the wall street journal and ian bremer both with pieces out today on how iran's government could fall we could actually see regime change in iran coming out of these protests and i hadn't thought that that was likely um but ian bremer who rarely uh, thinks this sort of thing is going to happen, said it is absolutely possible that the uh, the government Iran is going to fall over these particular protests. So we'll be keeping our eye on that. That'd be, I think, a good thing for the world, although he said the most likely, Ian said the most likely thing that happens is a theocracy is replaced with a military dictatorship. I'm not sure we'd be able to tell the difference that much from afar if they have the same... Uh, views of America and Israel and are still working with Russia and China, but that would remain to be seen. Uh, coming next uh, up next hour, so that curly headed kid that uh, ran the cryptocurrency and was on the lamb in the Bahamas got arrested last night. Some of the details around that. Inflation numbers are out. It's still bad, but it's headed the right direction. Can bring you up to speed on that. A little more on the whole fusion breakthrough, which could change. Oh, my God, could that change the world? If you ever miss an hour of this show, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.